Welcome back to the voice of Camp Nathaniel. This is Lee here today, and I am missing Stephen, so he is not in the studio today, but I've got a couple of other people here with me, so I'll go on and introduce them so that we're, you're all not awkwardly just listening to Lee talk. So I have Cameron and Grace McIntyre. Hello. Glad to be Thanks. here. Yep. Uh, Steven's finally done filling in for my spot as podcast host, so <laughs> I'm here, uh, ready to take over permanently. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> Stephen, as you're listening to this, um, take that for what you will there. Do you think Stephen's going to listen to this? I hope he does. Probably. He should. Yeah. He should, he should jump into it. So I've got Cameron and Grace here, and today we are going to do another missionary highlight. So um, we've already done one with Mr. William Gilbert, and if you haven't listened to that one, go a few episodes back and find the one that says William Gilbert on it, and you can mm -hmm. learn all about Mr. Gilbert and him coming to the mission here. And today we're going to be chatting with Cameron and Grace and figuring out some of their story and how they came to camp. And some of the listeners you may know, Cameron and Grace, some of you have no idea who they are. So we'll we'll try to cover the full gambit of at least a lot of who they are. Um, mm -hmm. We'll be able to get all of it, but let's uh, jump in here. So Cameron, Grace, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. hello. So we'll start off here. Uh, we asked William this question as well. We'll start off with the salvation story. I'll ask, when did Jesus come into your all's lives? Like, where did you all grow up? I'll ask that one first. We'll start with that. Yeah, so I grew up in Wisconsin, so not Kentucky. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up in a Christian home. My parents got saved later in life, so they were all in for Jesus uh, by the time that I was born. So I always heard about Jesus. I grew up going to church, uh, and I remember when I was six years old, my mom shared the gospel with us and asked if that was something that I wanted to do trusting Christ as my savior. And at that time it was all I ever knew. So I was like, well, yes, of course. Like I want, when I die, I want to go to be with Jesus. Um, but it wasn't until I was around like 13 that I actually made the decision to um, dedicate my life to the Lord and actually knew what that looked like. Gotcha. What about you, Cameron? Where did you grow up? <laughs> well, it may surprise you to learn Lee, but I actually grew up here I uh, came to Nathaniel. My father, Jeff McIntyre, mm -hmm. was the camp director for a long time, um, and now he is the acting mission director. Mm -hmm. um, so I grew up here, and so I've been pretty immersed in a Christian household and a Christian lifestyle mm -hmm. ever since I was born. But I actually didn't get saved here. Um, I got saved uh, just one random night that my family was having family devotions, and it was pretty unprompted, uh, but there was just a clarity moment that the gospel just clicked with me. And I just, when it was my turn in the family prayer time to pray, I just prayed the prayer and accepted Christ into my heart. And um, ever since then, I've, I've been living for Jesus full time. There you go. Small plug that since Stephen is not here talking about family devotions, I know that that's something that Stephen pushes. So what is a family devotion? I'll go in and ask that question because that might be a completely foreign concept to somebody. Oh, sure. sure. Um, so the way that it worked in my family is at that time we did it at night. And then when we started going to school, we did it in the morning before school. But, um, we would, uh, I think they had a book that they went through like mm -hmm. every year and they would do the devotion from the book. And then, uh, we would talk about it and we would say, you know, what it learned, how it applied to us. And then we would take turns praying. Um, and we did that. I think every morning, I'm not sure, maybe there was one or two that we didn't, mm -hmm. but every single morning, and it was honestly a really good way to start the day. It really put things into perspective, and I think it's important for uh, not just to do devotions personally, but like as a family unit, you know, that's what we're called to do. Mm -hmm. 
do a pl- small plug there for Steven since mm-hmm. he's not here to yeah. do it. But he has yeah. another podcast or uh, ministry that he yeah. helps work through with Camp Nathaniel here and whatnot called Nonstop Families. And so if you're on your podcast app, if you type in Nonstop Families, he has a lot of podcasts that are about family devotions and getting together and all of the things that go into that. So yeah, small, mm-hmm. small plug that goes into there. And then I'll go on and ask the question here. So Cameron, you grew up at camp. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's pretty much your whole life there. That's you, 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 you have, you have, <laughs> is that the question you were, bo- you, were, you were born in it. You were molded by it. This, this is camp. Um, yeah. And so I guess the question is, is when did, um, obviously you're both wor- working here at camp now. How did that come to be? Uh, just and working full time. Yeah. And that might play into, you know, growing up at camp. What was mm-hmm. it like? Maybe were you, did you work at camp growing up? Oh yeah. I worked every summer, um, all throughout high school and mm-hmm. all throughout college as well, except I think I missed one because I had to earn money to pay for college. Um, college will do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not cheap. That's for sure. Uh, so yeah, I worked here even, I mean, as a mission kid, I still worked here. I just didn't get paid to do it. <laughs> And then as a summer missionary, I still didn't really get paid to do it, but I did work here um, in an official capacity. Um, But as a summer missionary, it was never like my dream to come back here and work here forever and full time. I really wanted to go out and experience other places because this was really all that I knew. And so when I went to college, I chose a college that was relatively far away. It was Toccoa Falls. So it's down in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I spent some time out of the country I did a study abroad in Europe, and then I spent a couple of months in Asia. And during that time is when my heart for missions really uh, manifested. And I was like, man, I kind of want to keep doing missions. <laughs> and um, in college, I had some classes in my communications field that were like short films and videography and that sort of thing. And I found out that I really enjoyed doing that. And I was like, if only there was a place that I could combine my love for videography and my love for missions and it was around that point that I met Grace and she was working here full time. And I was like, well, I have a love for Grace as well. And <laughs> the, so it kind of everything, the Lord in his sovereignty made everything line up that, you know, this was a place that had a real need for my particular skill set, especially going into, you know, stuff with the pandemic and everything where mm-hmm. everything was remote. And so we need people that can do video. Yeah. Um, and so the day that I went in to talk to Josh Feltner, who was the mission director at the time, about the possibility of working here full time, um, before I even got to talk to him about it, he came to me and was like, hey, I have a proposition for you. And then he basically offered me the chance to work here full time <laughs> before I even had the chance to say anything to him. And so that was a really cool moment of just like, confirmation that Mm -hmm. I was on the right track and I was following God's will because you're just opening those doors for me. If you all, if our listeners haven't connected it yet, Cameron is the guy who we, me and Steven will reference in other episodes and say, Hey Cameron, if you want to edit this out or Hey Cameron, don't edit this out. This was (laughs) hilarious. Keep it in there. Cameron is our, is our main editor guy who puts all of the things together. If you've seen any of our camp on YouTube or um, Facebook or any of our social medias, you've seen the videos and the podcasts here, Cameron is the the man behind the scenes. Yeah, who I makes am, it happen. I'm I'm not looking forward to editing this one to be honest because I don't like the sound of my own voice. And every time I hear my voice recorded, I'm just like, oh, that's what I sound like. <laughs> this is like, a strange thing. Yeah, I feel like I need to apologize to anyone I've ever <laughs> talked to. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we sound. I'm so sorry. You have to go through this every day. <laughs> we all kind of do that with our 
Mm-hmm. When you listen to the voicemail on your phone and you're like, what? That's me? And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, There's been a few episodes that I'll go back and listen to just to mm-hmm. make sure that I'm, you know, wanting to improve and different things like that. So you go yeah. back and you listen to yourself and I'm like, I feel like I have to dissociate somehow. I'm like, that's a different person. I'm just going to pretend that's not me talking. It's a different Lee. There's a different Lee that happens yeah. to work at camp. And we're just going to pretend it's not me for a second and then mm-hmm. I'll critique him and then we can, we can, yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's easy to critique someone that's not you exactly (laughs) strange um all the things that go into that so um jumping over to grace now so grace how how did what about your story now because i know that i forget which college you were at yeah i once i graduated high school i didn't really know what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. um for career so i went to frontier school of the bible in wyoming Um, just to go for a year of uh, Bible and then Mm -hmm. see where the Lord would lead from there. So once I finished that year, I just felt like the Lord was leading me towards ministry. So I decided to stay. And in between um, that summer and the next, I believe, or it might've been the summer after, I was on uh, their camping team. Um, So they usually get a group of like six or seven students from Frontier who over the course of the summer will go around to different camps Um, at that point out in the West, now they do more and just help camps that usually need help during their high school week of camp. So I did that and, um, really loved the experience. And that was kind of when the Lord started showing me, Hey, maybe camp ministry is something that I could do. I grew up going to camps. I loved camp ministry, but had never thought of that as something that I might do. Mm -hmm. So uh, my senior year at Frontier, I remembered somebody coming and talking about a camp in Kentucky and that had kind of caught my eye, but um, I didn't know who that was or uh, that was basically my recollection. Mm -hmm. So Jeff and Beth came out, Jeff and Beth McIntyre, Cameron's parents, and shared about Camp Nathaniel Mm -hmm. and um, they were there for a week and I didn't talk to them until Friday (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't want to get like locked into something that I wasn't sure about. Um, so I talked with them and the program here really appealed to me, um, all the things that could be done throughout the year and how they could do that for an internship, which is what I was looking to do. So, um, the Lord just seemed to be opening doors in that direction. And I thought, well, you know, if I go to Kentucky for nine months and it's a disaster, it's just nine months of my life. That's okay. Uh, so I came down in 2017, um, for that summer and then stayed and did an internship and just absolutely loved it. And so I came on full-time in April of 2018. Gotcha. We'll pause here for a second. The internship. That is something that here at camp, we do have um, people who, you know, it's one of those things where you're you're trying to figure out what does God have for me? What are different things that I can do for God? And there's a lot of people that may be listening to this and you're you're younger and you're in, you're wanting to do some kind of ministry thing. And you're like, I don't really know what that's going to look like. Um, internship. It's a potential here, at least at Camp Nathaniel. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of what all the internship involves, because I know it involves basically getting involved in almost everything at yeah. Camp Nathaniel. Yeah, if you want to get a really pretty well-rounded view of what ministry can be like uh, with an internship here at camp, if you did a nine-month internship, you could see the summer camp season. Um, you could see our uh, men and women's ministry events that we do, um, senior citizens, overnight events for kids, our outdoor education program. You could see all of it and get a really kind of broad view of ministry to all kinds of age groups. 
All right. So, Cameron, I know that you've already alluded to this here. You've given a little bit of answer. Um, you are both married, mm-hmm. and you've been married for how long now? Um, almost two years. Almost mm-hmm. two years. Like so, In October, it'll be two years. Yep. So, with us here... Cameron, you grew up at camp mm-hmm. and you did all the different things. Grace, you came to camp later on. Yes. How did the two of you come, well, together? What's yeah. what's the story there? Well, we met that first summer. Cameron was on um, summer staff. And, I mean, I kind of liked him, but he was seeing someone else at the time. So that kind of was the story for the next couple of years. So it was a little bit interest on one side or the other, but not the right timing until the summer of 2019. Oh, oh, she's she, gesturing she, to me. I'm throwing it to you. Towards him. Okay. <laughs> you can't see that, listeners, but she's gesturing. I'm throwing it to you. Okay. Uh, so the summer of 2019, uh, I was like, man, this girl seems really cool. I sure would like to go on a date with her. And so the problem at the time was I was just working as a summer staff and Grace was full time. Um, yeah. And so that's typically frowned upon. And so I yes. had to actually go and get direct permission from my father who was camp director and so i had to be like hey is it okay if i ask this girl out and he was like yeah it's about time (laughs) i was like he was overjoyed one of those things where everybody else can see it yeah (laughs) and so i got the okay and so i asked her out and we had our very first date on july 4th Mm -hmm. 2019 and then um we dated for a while then we got engaged and we got married like two years later? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So we did long distance during that time. Um, Cameron had a job about two hours from where I was living in Harlan. So, gotcha. yeah. So you were working at camp during that time? Yeah, I was working at camp. Um, you were, at that point, working on getting support and all that good stuff? Or uh, when did that play into Well, for it? the most part, I, w- I had a job at uh, King University. Mm-hmm. Um, I was an area coordinator down there which basically just meant I was in charge of RAs and student life and that sort of thing. Gotcha. Um, it was a really good job. I enjoyed it a lot, uh, but it wasn't what I wanted to do forever. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do ministry, and it was pretty far away. And when I made the decision to join camp full-time, that's when I started having to go back and forth a lot more, and I was like, I need to raise my support quickly so I don't have to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And So uh, the good thing is Grace was already fully supported, so I only needed to raise the support that was like the difference between a the, single the and, a, yeah. and a married couple. So I was able to do that in like a month, yeah, which was really a huge blessing. The Lord mm-hmm. definitely provided for me in that. And so I was able to do that. And then at the end of the spring semester, I quit my job at King and I came on mm-hmm. staff here full time. Yep. yep. And if you're all curious, our listeners, um, you may be listening to that and go, what does support mean? What do you mean by raising support and different things like that? The quick rundown of all of that is that all of our missionaries that work here at camp um, and help us do stuff year round have a team of people that pray and send in monthly support for um, helping us keep our bills paid and all of that good stuff so that yep. we can keep doing ministry and working for the Lord and doing all the amazing things that requires that being here full time, you, this is your livelihood and everything. And so that's where we, we build that team around us. And so mm-hmm. if you didn't know that about Camp Nathaniel, we, we're a, say it's a faith-based support there. Right. We, yeah. we put our, we build our team up as we're coming in and then, yeah, that's kind of the, the short version of it there. So now I got to ask the question. So what do you guys do here now? We've talked about Cameron a little bit. He's the guy behind the scenes doing all of the, mm-hmm. 
the camera work and whatnot. But then I also know, Cameron, that you get pulled into all kinds of other jobs because you never just have one job. At yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, the full scope of my, my official title is Director of Communications, which sounds very, pretty fancy. It does sound very fancy. Uh, it doesn't really. It was like a job that I created, basically, <laughs> when I came in. Gotcha. It, it was not an established position. <laughs> um so that involves, I do a lot of the audio visual stuff. So mm-hmm. not just, you know, making videos, but also like setting up any sound system that needs to be done, like for camp or for different events and mm-hmm. um, running all that. Then I also have a job with uh, social media. So I'll do posts and we'll do marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on the marketing and communications committee. So if you ever see any advertisement for any of mm-hmm. our events on Facebook or Instagram, uh, that was me. Yeah. So sorry, Which, but not sorry because yeah. it works really well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I have a job here with the editing the podcast, mm-hmm. occasionally being on the podcast, I guess now. Um, and I also am on the men's committee. So ah. I, we recently started that. We did. Uh, there's just one event so far, but we're planning more events. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's been really cool because we've had a women's committee for a long time. And mm-hmm. there's really... N- not as common of a thing to have just men's specific ministry events. And yeah. so I think that's a big need that we're able to meet. Yeah. So if you missed our last men's event, um, we had it here at camp. We had it here on campus. I'm also on the men's committee, um, <laughs> yeah. the men's committee. And um, we were throwing axes and we had a turkey shoot yeah. and there caber was a, toss. a caber toss, which yeah. if you don't know what a caber toss is, essentially you take something that's like a, a six foot like telephone pole, like (laughs) you you basically take a telephone pole, not Mm -hmm. quite the full length, about seven or eight feet long. And you throw the thing up. You see it in like some of the Scottish games and movies and whatnot and different things like that. But everybody kind of, nobody quite knew what a caber toss was when they first showed up and then everybody saw it and they're like, Oh man, that looks awesome. I want (laughs) to throw a giant log. Yeah. Um, So we're going to be having more of those events coming up. Um, I know that we've got a father son event that we are planning right now. So um, all the dads out there, or if you're a pastor of a church and you want to encourage the dads in your, in your church to grow closer to their sons, we're going to be having an event later this fall and we're going to be planning even more of those fun events doing manly things like throwing giant logs yeah, and axes and stuff like that. So Grace, what are your, some of your positions? What do you do here at camp? Yeah, I do a lot of different things. Lots of different things. Again, again, yeah, not one role. There's never one role. No, I'm the youth and children's ministry coordinator at camp. So that means that I am kind of oversee all of our children's ministries like uh, camp and the weekend events, um, outdoor education, anything that has to do with kids' ministries, uh, I'm over those. Mm -hmm. So um, mainly that role means that I provide support for people in that, um, help them to get the job done and um, make sure that they have the support that they need. Um, A big project that we've been working on recently is updating our lessons for kids to earn a free week of camp. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I've been overseeing. Uh, And then throughout the the year, um, I work with kids a lot to help them to get to camp for free using that program. We work with a lot of churches as well that are connecting with that. So if that's something that you're listening to this and you're like, well, I would love to get my kid connected to the camp and you're local in the area. Mm Mm-hmm come talk to us. We want to get you connected. We want to get you the resources and there are ways to earn a free week of camp. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which 
we are actually, while we're recording this, this is our last week of camp this year, which is both exciting and sad a little bit. Yeah, and I definitely. know that you do some stuff with camp committee. So yep. how is uh, camp committee feeling right now wrapping up the last week of camp? Yeah. You feeling pretty good about it all? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a great summer. Um, I'm with my position. I'm kind of on all the committees, but I'm more involved with camp committee mm-hmm. and it's been a really great summer. We have, a, we've had a good group of summer missionaries that have done an awesome job and I, I live in Harlan County. So this week there's a lot of kids from Harlan County. So that's been really exciting and fun seeing them here. Gotcha. But yeah, so it's sad, but it's also, you know, we're all ready f- for a break from that intense pace for sure. Gotcha. And then last question that I've got here. Um, I know that you've both, Cameron, you, you, you grew up at camp, so you have mm. tons of memories here. So I'm going to ask yes. for some favorite memories um, or I guess the most exciting things that have happened. And then I know, Grace, you've been here for how many years now? Uh, this is my seventh summer. Seventh summer. So mm-hmm. there are lots of summer memories there. What is probably some of your all's favorite memories going here? And I know some of them might involve Hilltop and different things like that. I don't know. There's lots of lots mm-hmm. of options there to choose from. Um, for me, there's like there's a couple that stand out. One of the years I was working here just as a summer staff, I was a counselor for high school week. Mm-hmm. And that was a really fun week. Uh, I really connected with my cabin that week. And... Um, it's just, it's really special because sometimes you're a counselor and the kids just kind of don't open up and you know there's nothing really you can do about that other than be there for them when they need it. But when it's really special when you feel a big connection. I'm still keeping contact with a lot of the kids that were in my cabin that week and awesome. it was a it was a really good time. And then there's another time that I was a team leader, which is my favorite job. Um, to do at camp, at least as a summer staff. Gotcha. I was going to ask, was there a favorite job? Yeah, yeah. Team leading was so much fun. Um, I, I'm not competitive at all, which makes it a lot more fun because then you don't care so much <laughs> if you're winning or losing the game. Uh, but there's one week that we were in dead last all week long, and mm. the kids were a little bit discouraged, and I was like, it's all right, we got this. And I just kept on encouraging them to say their verses, which is the best way to earn points for your mm-hmm. team. And then the last day of camp with field day, we made a big come from behind victory. Uh, and then we ended up winning the week just because of all my kids saying their verses. And it was a crazy moment. We all went wild. And <laughs> that was a really fun memory. I I really like team leading. That's really cool. fun. So if you didn't know, during the summer camps, um, the kids who come, some people who listen might not uh, not know, we, we yep. break all of the kids up into different teams that then compete against each other in everything from wheel racing to uh, <laughs> water boy and i don't know all the, the terms tire relay. the tire relay <laughs> that's the words for it that was like the wheel racing um, I like it. water boy yeah, um, gold rush, gold rush. Gaga, These are ball. All, gaga ball all of the different games that we have here at camp yeah um and you can earn points for your team um but being scripture memory mountain mission mm-hmm. um memorizing verses the the points might be weighted a little bit differently. Right. And uh, yeah. if you can get your verses down, um, you could, I don't know, Could is it possible to get all of the verses and still lose the games? Or do you still have to win? Or is it a little um, bit? Well, it's, it depends because if all the other teams also say all their verses, mm. then it's going to equal out. Um, so, but the ver- it's definitely weighted so that <laughs> verses count more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. And that's because we want those to get those into the yeah. kids' heads, into their hearts. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. the, the verses are what's going to last after the week of camp. Mm-hmm. You know, all the games and the victories, they're done when they're done. But if you have the verses memorized, then that's something you can take with you. Mm-hmm. 
And in talking to previous campers, um, even campers who um, we'll get visitors from somebody who said, oh, I came back to, I came to camp in the 60s or yeah. in the 50s and I still have the verses memorized. I can still tell you my however many hundred verses I've got in my head. And that's just some of the beauty of just God's word and the way he operates and how mm. we hide that down in our hearts and whatnot. Mm. So I'll continue the question though with favorite camp memories here. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite camp memories was from my first summer. Um, it was a grade school week of camp and I had three girls in particular who were kind of struggling. They were a little homesick and every night that would keep coming up. But, um, on Tuesday night at camp, mm -hmm. we always have a cabin camp fire where the cabin all gets together and, uh, you can share with them and it just, they kind of open up a little bit different. So I was sharing about, um, just my journey in getting to camp and trusting the Lord and trying to use that as a opportunity to uh, reach the, this cabin of girls. And um, one of them said, uh, yeah, so God did that so that you'd be here for us. And that was just a really cool connecting moment for me to see how God works and like they were getting it, understanding it. Mm -hmm. um, and all three of those girls ended up getting saved. They did end up leaving <laughs> early because mm -hmm. they were homesick, but that was really cool. Um, my favorite job probably was being a counselor. I was, a, I was a team leader one week and that was not, that was not my favorite job. Um, favorite. we were the green team and our team name was the turtles. So we did not win, <laughs> but <laughs> I think they still had a fun time, but counseling has been my favorite job. Gotcha. Yeah, for that sure. That is not the story of the, the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise no. did not win that week. <laughs> the Sorry. Sorry. We were, week. <laughs> we were thrilled to get third place out of four. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you all so much for joining me today. Um, really excited to hear some of your all's story. Um, listeners, stay tuned here. Um, we're getting ready to transition over to talking about some ministries that are getting ready to happen here at camp. So if you're wanting to know about all of those things, stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm glad that you did not change the podcast. Thankful that you're still here. Today, we have a ministry highlight with somebody that has been on the podcast, I think, several times before, actually. We have. Um, it is Mr. William Gilbert. William Gilbert. I'm, I'm butchering your name here. Bill, William, you want to say hi? Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me back on again. I appreciate it. Yeah. So... Yep. We have brought you on to talk about an upcoming Camp Nathaniel ministry event. And in this case, the next men's event that we're doing, which I believe is a father-son hike. That is correct. Would you like to uh, give us the rundown on that? What's what's going to happen? So, yeah, thank you again for having me. So basically, uh, like, you, like Cameron said, it's a father-son hike. We are going to, uh, it is on September 2nd. Uh, it's a Saturday. We're going to meet mm -hmm. in the morning, and we're going to uh, basically go on a hike. And you get to hike with your children or with your boys, father and son. So uh, you bring your sons with, and you uh, we're going to go for a hike through Camp Nathaniel. We'll stop and, and talk a little bit about the Lord and different things from the Scriptures and give you opportunity to uh, talk with your kids about it. We will stop for lunch, and then we will walk back. And then even if there's time and, and the creek is high enough, we may even have a father-son fishing time. There you go. So what, what are we going to be talking about on these hikes? I heard you got a, you had a couple of d different devotion things that you were mentioning when we were 
chatting about it just a few minutes ago. Yeah, so we're going to talk uh, initially about God's original creation, mm-hmm. and then uh, later in the afternoon we will talk about uh, the new creation that God gives us in Christ. As uh, as as people, we become can become a new creation in the sense not that we're really new in the sense that we're new people, but uh, because of the fall and men rejected God, uh, Christ offers us a f- way of escape, a, for- a way of forgiving us, mm-hmm. and ultimately makes us a new creation in him so that we are right back the way we were meant to be with Jesus. Gotcha. So do we have a time yet that we're going to be starting that day, or is that to be announced? That is to be announced. To be announced. All right. I'm pretty sure it'll be probably be about around 9 o'clock in the morning. Gotcha. We'll meet at the dining hall, mm-hmm. um, and then we will we'll actually have a, a little fun time for the kids first. Gotcha. And then... Playing uh, some games, all that good play stuff. Playing some games, and then we will start probably start the hike around 10 a.m., I believe. Cool. Yeah, this is cool. I'm, I mean, I'm on the men's event committee, mm-hmm. and I've just been so busy during the summer. Like, this is the first time that I'm like getting to actually know what we're doing. And so this is really exciting for me. So this is, the idea is that this is going to be pretty much an all-day affair. The hike and then the lunch and then the hike back and possibly fishing. Um, is there anything that people need to bring? Is there anything, is there a cost for this event? Uh, what do people need to know going into it? Um, there is no cost. Um mm-hmm. The only thing we've we've been, we've debated whether or not to provide food or for you to bring food. Um, I don't know for sure what we're doing with that exactly. Gotcha. Um, and the best we, way, but we will have. We would prefer that you bring food, like bring your own sack lunches. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we will have food. Of I'm sure we'll. I'm I'm positive we will have food available if for some reason somebody doesn't. Gotcha. Bring food, and again, there's no cost, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just a fun time to be able to get out, um, for dads to be able to spend time with their sons. Um, we'll have some more details later on as the event, um, as some, we're, re- we're recording this at the very end of our summer camp here, so we'll have a little bit of extra time once summer camp wraps up to be able to work out all the details. So stay tuned to all of our social medias yeah. um, to be able to get all of the extra details on time and whatnot, but it'll be happening on September 2nd. I'm remembering correct. That's uh, correct. Starting that morning there, um, we'll have some games and then quick devotion. Um, go for a quick hike in creation, as we just talked about creation. Yep. Yeah, that's, and then that's exactly the idea. Talk about some new creation, have some lunch, um, be able to come back down, maybe do some fishing, all that good stuff. If you're a, so if you're a dad and you're listening and you're like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Well, then, you know, by all means, come all out, come on out. Um, you got some dad friends also, invite them as well. If you're a pastor at a church, We'll encourage you to encourage your dads um, in your congregation to take their sons and be able to get out to camp, to be able to spend some time out in nature, spend some time with each other, have some of those good conversations. I know it's always, we that's speaking from the, the pastor's perspective, you always want to encourage your congregation to be able to grow and um, spend time with each other, and especially if we're doing it at camp with devotions and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Be spreading the word. Let everybody know. Pay attention to the socials to get all the details. I think I think we'll also have some kind of registration. Gotcha. Okay. If I mean we don't, we're not going to require that if you don't just come and mm-hmm. and you know maybe you forget to register or whatever. Walk-ins just, are just welcome. Walk-ins yeah. are always welcome, right? Yeah. So, but just so we have an idea of how many 
people are be walking at the same time yeah, and yeah. how many Making guides plans. we might need and stuff for yeah. it. And I think our hike is going to take us up by our hilltop chapel. That's going to be one of the quick stops there as we're going up. So if you've been to camp and it's been, or you came to camp as a camper and it was a really long time ago or something like that, and you want to reminisce about going up to hilltop and you want to bring your son along to show him what you used to do and all that good stuff, it's a good chance that you're going to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back some old memories bring of back when you memories. sat up there as a kid. Yeah. Now you get to sit up there with your with your own kids. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good memory for both of you. Yeah. So I think that's how, I think that wraps it up there. So September second, mm-hmm. um, we'll be getting more info out on our social media mm-hmm. and whatnot. So we'll be paying attention to that. Um, if you don't remember William, he's he, we actually interviewed you a little while back. So yeah. if you want to skip back a few episodes and go find William Gilbert's episode, you can learn a little bit more about his story and how he came to camp and all that good stuff. But thanks so much for jumping on with us today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to the voice of Camp Nathaniel yeah. today. Yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in. Sorry that you got me instead of Steven. Maybe he'll be back. Maybe he won't. Who knows? But we're very thankful for all of our listeners. Make sure you continue to stay tuned in on Spotify or Apple or YouTube. I have a lot of YouTube listeners, actually. So Whatever, whatever way you hear us, um, we're very thankful for you. And we'll see you all in just a couple of weeks. 